Okay, the, the phrase lightning in a bottle. Hang on. I'm going to kill you, Cal. Why? Because <laughs> your piece of shit computer uh, deleted the best episode we've uh, done since Brianuary. It's probably... It probably was the best episode we've done since Brianuary. It, nah, I don't know. No, I I reckon... I was... I racking my brain. Because we, we were like... Maybe the we Get were, Out episode was pretty good. We were genuinely excited and passionate about this. And we had a reveal for each other. Like, we, we kept our fucking lips sealed about how we felt about this movie until we got here. Let's and, let's read out some tweets from old Dino Ears, Matey Potato, and then we'll, uh... Yeah. Then we'll get on to... You son of a bitch. Anyway. Yeah. Just loading... Oh yeah, cool man. Couldn't have done this before we hit record. I was trying to. Oh and yeah. Then, and then you hit record before I was ready. To I go. hit record yes. on your computer Correct. on the other side of the room. Correct. You fucking um, straight up liar. At Long Ears Dino tweeted, what's your pick for game of the year? Game of the year? Yeah. <sighs> now as a man who I don't... I, I don't think... The last game I bought was a rally game. And oh. it was like the 2000 and... you're like, it doesn't have my fucking Mini in here. It's not fucking my Mini Zarelli car. Meh. It was like the 2015 edition or something. You too. fucking... It was like $19 redos and I had some people over. That's why we bought it because it was time trials. It was actually pretty fun. The problem is that there's been so many games out that I... That I haven't played and so many games that... I've bought in the previous years that I haven't played and I don't remember which ones are which like I, like I've bought Mass Effect Andromeda and it's just sat there gathering dust I've bought fucking um, Horizon Zero Dawn and the Crash Bandicoot um, remakes and you know I'm about a third of the way through them and I haven't finished them I've recently been playing fucking um, Sunset Overdrive again that game is a like, it's a it is a travesty that that game didn't like didn't do better like that we haven't already seen like five sequels that game is amazing I love that game best ga- best ga- game of the year award Sunset Overdrive <laughs> a launch title from the Xbox One era in 2013 <laughs> now um long but, years done no, I'm done with that again video games but who, Breath, who cares? Breath of the Wild is very good and I have played that and I know that came out this year so there there you go all right. Longyear Dino is also tweeted as saying, I watched the Punisher series, and the brutal violence and acoustic guitar makes up for the past few seasons. I do like brutal violence and acoustic guitars. I'm not sure I'm going to watch the Punisher. I, I haven't even... It hasn't... I haven't had the urge to watch it at all. All I heard was 13 episodes. <laughs> and you went, ah, no, they haven't learnt their lesson. Literally haven't learnt their lesson. <laughs> Eight episodes of The Defenders was a little bit too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting how the Marvel TV shows got really good as the movies got kind of subpar for a bit. Mm. And now it's swapped. The movies are fucking like knocking each one out of the park. Yeah. Like I reckon, what was the most recent ones? We had Guardians 2, Spider-Man, um, Civil War, Thor, Ragnarok were the mm. most four recent Marvel movies. Yeah. And each one fucking nailed it. Yeah. Really, even though I didn't, I didn't love Guardians Two. I was going to say the but... worst one there's Guardians Two, and Guardians Two was a, like a, a heartfelt, like good movie. Yeah, it just yeah, it just wasn't quite as uh, fresh as the other ones. I didn't think. Mm. Uh, anyway, let's play. Let's, the music. let's yeah, let's play the music.
video shop podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. I'm your other host, Sam, and today we're talking about Justice League. Again. Again. I'm sorry. Right, so... Um, to give some context for that little earlier bit, we already did a Justice League episode. Yeah. But only the last five minutes or so of it exist because Cal's hard drive shit itself. Yeah, um, it, we're, we're pretty sure it was... like It's in the process of corrupting. Now, and, yeah. I take... I take a little bit of responsibility for this. We should have checked the file before we closed the No, I should project. have not trusted you or your computer in any way. My computer has been fine in the past. Cal? The main issue... The only other time <laughs> I've lost an episode was when I fucking... I left it running for, like, multiple days because I couldn't be arsed hitting the export button. That was on me. And the other time, when the mic wasn't registered... wasn't set up properly... That was that was on my that was on my crap top, I think. Like that was Nope, that was on your desktop. I don't think so, because yeah. I didn't have another microphone. It was no, because it was picking up the mic, the it was doing it through one of your speakers. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was nope. through this. Nope, it was for the King Arthur episode that we didn't end up releasing because of the audio. Did we quality. not release that? Nope. We ended up recording Get Out the same time instead. Right, that makes sense. Fuck, we've done so many episodes this year that we haven't released. And every single time, <laughs> I'm just saying there was a common well, factor. Well, Sam, I'll tell you what, <laughs> maybe when you want to fucking spend $2,000 on getting me a decent computer, that'd be great. No, that's Until why Until then, I'm going to use my fucking sticks and dung bullshit fucking... Have you ever seen the Wombles? The Wombles of Wimbledon? How they, yes. like, they use, like, elastic bands and shit that people have dropped to make up fucking computers and all sorts of shit. That's what my computer is. I wasn't blaming you, Cal. You were. I was taking responsibility... Bullshit. ...for trusting you you're, in any way. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> so it's my fault you're, for you're trusting a, you to be you're able a to... cancer on this earth. <laughs> of, of all, like, how many episodes are we up to? Uh, 140? Justice League doesn't deserve this. No, no, it doesn't. The episode we did... We, like you were saying earlier, we had no idea what the other thought of it. We came out with, like, like popping, yeah. you know... Yeah, we were all genuinely, like, cautious that we the other like, one was going to hate it because we were, loved it I secretly. Say, I thought you were going to hate it, and I really liked it. <laughs> this movie has gotten, like, colossally mixed reviews, too. It's, like, no, it's, it's colossally negative now. It's really, thirty-eight percent on Automatos. See, that that is wrong because but at the time that we recorded the first one, it was like sitting at about sixty. It was about fifty. Fifty, like yeah. yeah, I thought it was a bit higher than fifty, which I thought was about right. Like I, the thing about this movie is, it was so good for what it was, which yeah. was a fucking schmuzzle. <laughs> like the. The directors changing, the fucking art style changing, like the the colossal backlash I, I of the last it's, couple of movies. Justice League's increased to forty, but like it's worse than Murder on the Orient Express, which I thought was a worse movie. Um, it's worse I, um, than My Little Pony, the movie. But apparently, people love My Little Pony. Like the only people watching it are people who love that shit. That's going to be skewed. Yeah. Also, Rotten Tomatoes is a bit bit skewed from what I hear. I don't really follow other people's reviews on anything. I know why it's skewed, but it's a good indication of general opinions. 
Uh, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes for Justice League is at 85%. I think that... Like, that's that's a little high, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But... But I, I, I don't disagree with it. Like, this was such a breath of fresh air... Yeah. ...compared to everything else. And we know that, like... It, it, like, people, people seem to think... Like, I, I've read a lot of reviews now that have basically said... Fucker, people just didn't understand Zack Snyder's vision. The whole point was that the universe was dark and then the superheroes were going to, like, bring light back into it. And then he didn't even get to do that. And now we're sitting here and it's all breathy and fucking light and funny and more like a Marvel movie. <laughs> Who the fuck wants a Marvel movie out of their superhero did movies? You, <laughs> did you see reviews like that? Yes. Really? Yes, That um, that's one specific review that I'm... Here's the thing. Basically reading verbatim with a stupid voice. Say, here's the thing that people seem to forget. Comics are shit and really dumb. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> they are. No matter what you... Like, like True comic fans know that comics are bad. <laughs> people hold up, like, The Killing Joke as a great comic book. Not. It's a bit boring... Yeah. People hold up The Dark Knight Returns as a great comic. It's a, have it's you ever a massive look- wank. Have you ever looked at the art in that? Ugly. It's <laughs> such an ugly book. And people really like it, and you're wrong, it's ugly. And that's the worst version of Robin, the worst version of Batman, and the only the only character that's in some way sort of slightly interesting is Superman, and even then he's better in Justice League than he is in that. The best thing about that is Green Lantern has... Not Green Lantern. Green Arrow has, has one, one arm. arm. Yeah, and he a... pulls the bow back with his teeth or something, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. fires the kryptonite arrow at him. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, while hanging upside down because the cops have, are onto him and they're like chasing him across rooftops. Ah, uh, so good. Yeah. It, like, th- like that fight scene, that Batman versus Superman fight scene in that comic and that animated movie that they killing joked um, was, yeah, was really good. But... Comics? It's only really good if you accept that Batman is a fuckhead, Superman's a fuckhead, the government's a fuckhead, Gotham is literally under fucking, like, gang control. Like, everything's just fucked. It's just a case, though, where I think people, like... And here's the thing. People will get defensive when you say that because it implies that you can't like it if it's dumb. No. But that's fundamentally wrong. It's a, I hate Doctor Who on a cellular level. <laughs> And that's the reason I like it. That's the reason I watch it. It's because I hate it. <laughs> that wasn't always the case. <coughs> I mean, look, no, but. <laughs> but it was always bad and I always knew it was bad and it was always campy and dumb. But that's but fine. I was going to say, my favourite thing about classic Doctor Who is how campy it is. Mm. The Marvel movies are campy. Mm. I like them because in, you know, you know, the world is a very negative place, particularly at the moment. Yeah. Um, and the Marvel movies are just light-hearted fun. If I want a serious character drama, or or I want to feel things, I will watch something else. Mm. Well, and there's also, like, the Captain America movies are generally the more serious, like, yeah. you know, action movie drama things. And they have, they have some interesting themes, and you still get invested in the characters... But you're having a fun time too. And but and then they're the springboard for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, which also has some great themes and character moments. Like, and here's the thing: people think that hu- having humor in your movie um, takes away yeah. from the dramatic. Mm. And I think always ending a dramatic moment with something funny doesn't work. Yeah, that that does ruin it. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it takes away. But like, 
Marvel is guilty of that sometimes, but it's Homecoming when he's like trapped under the rubble and he like lifts it up. Mm. Like there's no funny moment. That is just a like to mm. cut off that. That is just a dramatic great mm. moment. That is an achievement of independence and, and that's really the climax. Yeah. Like that's Peter Parker overcoming mm. his mental block. Mm. But um but humor in a movie will highlight the dark parts of it. Exactly. And like, I was actually at a conference this weekend yeah. that I was I was working at. Um, and it was fantastic. I'll tell you about it off the air. Cool. Um, but one of the talks there was about how you have to have something funny in your movie. Mm. Like, no matter how dark, how serious it is, you need to highlight that by a moment of levity to show... Or at least... To, to parallel the dark moments. And people also think when you say funny, it's all joking and banner and that. Mm. That's not necessarily what it is. No, comedy is the other side of tragedy. Yeah. Like, they're a, they're a yin-yang sort of balancing act. It's not... It, they're not two polar opposite ends of a spectrum of, of different filmmaking styles. And, like, I think one of the reasons that I didn't like what they've done in the current DC universe is that there's been no zero point. Like, we haven't had the scales leveled at normal before. Yeah. We've seen what normal life looks like in the Marvel Universe, and then we've seen that dip into tragedy and rise into, you know, into great success and, and yeah. awesomeness. But in the DC Universe, we start at negative 10. Yeah. And we've got to work our way back up to zero. And Justice League showed us zero, and then showed us positive, like, three to five. And... <laughs> Like, that's what we want. And Justice League ended on a note that made me go, I want to see more of this. Yes. Uh, the interesting thing, I'll just quickly say in the conference, I um, I ran into Michael Shanks, awesome. who uh, does The Wizards of Oz. For yep. those who don't know, check it out. It's a great web series. Cool guy. Um, I spoke to him about Justice League. Of course. Um, and he... And this is the response I've been getting from a lot of people. He didn't. He didn't like it. It was bad, but it wasn't as bad as he thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, and I think that sums up most people's reactions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, including my own to an extent, but I thoroughly got invested in the characters, which we should talk about. But we also had like we had fun. Yeah. Watching it. It wasn't about whether it was a true fucking character piece or anything like that. Yeah. It was that we had fun. Watching superheroes in bright, colourful costumes punch the fuck out of something. Yeah, and I see you, your tweets, Joel Dusha bagging out <laughs> Justice League, and you're wrong. And no. Series Eight of Doctor Who is bad. Yeah, Series Eight is bad. <laughs> Objectively, uh, yeah, yeah. There's no Joel Dusha. There's no salvaging that. You fucking plebeian. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we, we love you, Joel. We love you, Sam. But yeah, um, uh, <laughs> just just Joel. <laughs> Just douche. <laughs> Just douche. Um, so, as far as the characters go, yeah. On the last episode we recorded of this, we we went through each one. Did you want to? You want to do that again? Which sure. obviously not going to be the same, but we should talk about. Well, it. I, I'm sort of curious to see like how our opinions have slightly changed, if they have at all. Well, let's start with Batman. The thing is, I haven't seen it again. Yeah, and no, I feel we, like yeah. I think it probably would have served us well to see it again before doing this. But probably, but we don't stop the recording time. and no. <laughs> My sisters are waiting to come back into the house so we <laughs> so we can Fine. do the next episode we've got slated for today. Yeah, yeah. Which we won't talk about, I guess. No, well, next week, just be aware, we won't be reading any fresh tweets because we're recording it now. Yeah. 
Um, and that's because we got stuff on Fresh this weekend. Fresh tweets. Anyway, um, so what? Yeah, oh, what? Sick. So <laughs> Batman, Batman, Ben yeah. Affleck's Batman um, is more like Batman than he is in Batman vs Superman. Yes, he and, cares less about murdering. Yeah, and he we got a cool rooftop scene. And spoilers for Justice League. Yeah, yeah, from of course. Here on out, just. I mean, of course, we're just yeah, we're just gonna spoil the whole thing. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, we got a cool rooftop scene where he's he's fighting a cat burglar. No, 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 not an actual cat burglar, like a fucking... Yeah, very reminiscent of his rooftop uh, uh, first appearance in uh, Batman, the yeah. 89 movie. Yeah. And he's luring a parademon? Yeah, yeah, because apparently they feed on fear, which I don't think was the thing before. No, that's a bit weird, and I didn't like how that ended up coming back around, but... Yeah, I, th- I, I think it's fine. I think that I would have rather had seen a, like... A big team effort, fucking let's all blast him at once, like dumb cliche thing to kill him. Yeah. Um. Or, but that's the thing you can't actually kill. Um, Steppenwolf because he's a like he plays a bigger role later on. I'm pretty sure. I think they should have though. I, I I think so because then it's like Darkseid turns up and it's like, bitch, you killed one of my gods. One of my like my nephew, I think he is in it's, this universe. Steppenwolf is his uncle. In the comics, I'm pretty sure they confirmed that he's not his uncle in the film canon. All I know is that, like... Just because it's confusing. The, the big Infinity War thing of this world yeah. is apparently that they're establishing a new set of gods. Right. And Steppenwolf was meant to be one of them. So if you kill him off, and that really fucks up Darkseid's plan... Yeah, that's good. That That'd could be, be some really good plot, and, and a good excuse for Darkseid to turn up and just be like, no, fuck you, eye lasers. Yeah. There are, his eye lasers are weird, really weird. I've always found Darkseid weird. Yeah, he's, I, he's not a good character. Like, he came before Thanos, but I think Thanos is a slightly better version of what you can do well, with Thanos, a god-level character. Well, Thanos actually has a story. Like, he has something that he wants that he's trying to achieve. And it's... And it's love, ironically, but <laughs> um, I love that too. But it's but and you know, I like the Infinity Gauntlet as a MacGuffin. Yeah, um, it's not a bad MacGuffin. It's a, but it's a like it's not eye lasers. It's or a big parademon army. It's control over the Everything, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a thing that you need a team of heroes to fight. Hmm. Um, what I I mentioned this in the last one. Let's quickly like the end credit scene. With yeah. uh, just while we're talking about Dark Side, the end credit scene with um, oh boy, b- 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 boy, uh, you're talking about the Superman Flash, no, no, race the, or no, Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor okay. meeting Dark Side and saying how they should create a league Death, of their own, Deathstroke, Deathstroke, what did I just say, Dark Side, oh, yes, no, it's not, yeah, Dark, Dark Side doesn't turn up, guys, no, uh, <laughs> Deathstroke, so it's Lex and Deathstroke and. Lex is like, maybe we should, they've got a league, maybe we should start a league of our own. Yeah, a classic reference to League of Our Own, the the <laughs> women's baseball team movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Legion of Doom. Yeah, the Legion of Doom would be and an awesome villain for the I next I said this movie, on our last recording, but I think what DC should do is they sh- the next Justice League should be the Legion of Doom. Yeah, and it should be campy and dumb and fun and awesome. And it should be, yeah, here's the Justice League, here's their counters here, they're fighting. Especially if you can bring in some rogues gallery from um, Batman's 
like past because we've established that he's had like that he's fought the penguin and people like that before but if we, we know can... the joker exists mm. like you just look at the suicide squad yeah so if captain boomerang put him in look, there i mean we'll, we'll get to captain boomerang <laughs> but um but yeah we should uh like i think that that's that's what they should bring in is some like some classic batman villains who have brought together their penultimate plan to finally take out the batman or they've stolen or do justice league doom where they steal Batman's way of killing everybody in the Justice League. Yeah. Although I think that could wait for like a couple more members to be in there. And that story I'm pretty sure comes when a evil version of the Justice League arrives on Earth. It doesn't it? No, no well not not in the animated movie I've seen. Okay. It's um it's Vandal Savage. Right, okay. Who, who does it? And they get Mirror uh, Man. They won't do Vandal Savage though. They get Mirror Man to hide in the in the Batmobile's rearview mirror. And then exit into the bat cave and, and hack the bat computer. <laughs> See guys, comics are dumb. Comics are so dumb. Um so so yeah, but Ben Affleck's Batman. Someone spoke to me, I was speaking to someone and they're like, clearly Ben Affleck just doesn't care in this movie. What? And I completely disagree. No. I yeah, think like- that's Taking your knowledge of what Ben Affleck is like, not caring, yeah. and imposing it on the movie yeah. with a predetermined um, opinion on what he's going to be like. Because yeah. I thought he was. I thought he. I thought this was his best performance as Batman. Yeah, and I really hope that you know he's just sort of putting a foot in the door in case this goes badly. Yes. Rather than actually trying to leave. Like, yes, or even like I wouldn't mind him kind of stepping out, and we get like a Nightwing Batman. Because that problem, has happened in the comics. But we don't have an established Nightwing. We don't... We can't talk about their differences. We would need a Batman and Nightwing movie to I sort of establish that. I think make that the Batman movie. I, I, I think that could be cool. Make it Batman and Nightwing take on Deathstroke. Mm. That'd, be, that'd be sick as. Yeah. Cast Neil Patrick Harris as Nightwing. No. <laughs> no. Stephen he, he voiced Nightwing in, an, in one of the animated movies. That's why... I, yeah, so so did Aaron Carter though. No, Jesse McCartney. One of those like teen pop stars from like the early two thousands is is the current like definitive voice in the new fifty two animated movies. Oh of yeah, Nightwing. cool. <laughs> but uh, but Stephen Ewan, I reckon, is a good choice. Like a um, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a real cool Nightwing. Mm. Is he a bit old now? No, no. I mean, well, but I mean, he, he's Asian, so he's gonna <laughs> look the same for the next like. <laughs> 25 years I mean, until he goes into a cocoon and comes out as an old Asian man. It's terrible. I, that's so bad, I know. But, that, but they, they, fuck them! They get all these benefits of looking young forever. Fuck them! Anyway. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, Stephen no, Good Yung, choice. Stephen Yung, I think, is my pick for a Nightwing. I've, I've talked to you about my. Um, like, you know, what, people will be so up in arms. Nightwing's white, guys. You gotta make him. You gotta make him white. Look, I think that I think we'd be more worried about the people going. Um, isn't it, it? It's cultural appropriation, and it's 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 insensitive to have a fucking an Asian gymnast. <laughs> That's just racist. Uh, yeah, maybe. you can't have the Flying Graysons be a bunch of people in like traditional Chinese garb or whatever, and just fucking. Uh, like you couldn't, you couldn't do that. People would be, people would feel, feel that that is racist. 
Yeah, I suppose. But just make them American Asians. Like... Yeah, yeah, it's like... It's that's fine. That's the thing people forget. <laughs> yeah. that, but, like, the whole point that, of, like, a, these multicultural societies is that they are multicultural. Yeah. People tend to forget that, you know... Like, here, people tend to forget that, you know, the Chinese have been here just as long as white people. Yeah. And, and that, that none of us have been here as long as the Aboriginal people. <laughs> so we're all fucking... Most even... people haven't been anywhere as long as the Aboriginal people have been here. Correct. <laughs> Aboriginal culture is actually the oldest recorded culture mm. on the planet. Mm. So, good work us. Yeah. <laughs> as, no. as white people, we yeah. destroyed a culture. Um, yeah, but we just... Yeah, I mean... We'll talk about... <laughs> it's another fucking podcast entirely. Yes. Point is, um, I, 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 think, I think you're right. We could have a good, like, passing the mantle of, of that... The, the, an Asian Batman? That'd but, be sick. But see, like that that's the thing. Steven Yeun might be a bit too small to play Batman. At least in at least in the sense that you couldn't convince the people of Gotham that this fucking tank man <laughs> The thing is <laughs> is the same person as this guy. The thing is he's always hanging out though in the shadows. Mm. Like a bat. Yeah, like a bat. Like a bat. Anyway. Because he's Batman. Uh yeah, no, that's true. But, um, like, it's... Yeah. We haven't talked about Justice League much. No, no, because... Uh, I don't know. Because we already talked about it, <laughs> Cal. Uh. But, uh, I, I, think, I think that the, the Batman characterization was much, much better in this. Well, um, and he... It didn't do very well at, like, retconning... Like, at, at, like, explaining why he's so different from Batman vs. Superman. The thing is, in Batman vs. Superman, you kind of got the hint by the end of the movie... But the problem is his turnaround in that was so sudden. Was just Martha. Martha! Yeah. 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 So, and Why'd you say that now? And you can't retcon Batman vs. Superman. You, basically, this is where the DC Universe starts. The DC Universe begins yeah. with Wonder Woman. When the box sets come out in ten years' time, it will start with Wonder Woman. I don't think it will. I, I, I think it will just start with Wonder I Woman think... and we're just going to not fucking have Batman vs. Superman. I think Superman. Flash movie is going to be Flashpoint. And that we're gonna get a They're reset. Gonna, we'll get a reset it then. The problem with that is that that's the time to reset the actors, and I yeah. don't think they're going to want to now because the actors are definitively loved by everybody. I don't think they are. The only the only one that's controversial is is Batman. Everybody loves Gal Gadot. Everybody loves um, well, Jason I- Momoa. People might be a bit iffy on Ezra Miller, but he's he was fine. I don't was, think anyone was, really the, hates him. The thing, the reason they chose Ezra Miller was because he's so different to um, Gustin yeah. from uh, the Flash show. Yeah, and that's a great that that's perfect. Do that, and, and they were really, casting a kid like they were yeah. trying to make a Spider Man style character for this movie, and I think it fine. worked. And again, we spoke about it on the last one, but some of it. Let's move on to the Flash. Yeah, cool. Some of his best mo- like. I really like the running effect in like I like the blue lightning. The yeah. blue lightning looked really cool. And I Tradi- like not tra- the traditional flash lightning colors, but mm. I like aesthetically how I, it looked. I also like that we didn't get the dumb like Power Rangers blurry legs running where he's like where his legs are moving really fast rather than rather than him like basically jumping forward like we get in this one. Yeah, yeah, the running in this, it looked kind of weird. It was it was weird, but it makes it, sense because he's, like, throwing himself yeah. forward. Did you ever watch The Six Million Dollar Man? No. Because so, that, that was just normal running slowed down. Yes, to show that he was running <laughs> <Going> fast. fast. <laughs> Such a good show, man. 
but in some of the shots, it reminded me a bit of that because he yeah. he looked like he was moving in slow motion with mm. the lightning flying out of him really quickly, with the world moving quickly, mm. and it, uh, it, I think that worked quite well actually. And I like that when we see it from other people's point of view, like when we see him disappear off the roof with Commissioner Gordon, he he just disappears. Like it's not. Like, when we it's, usually see him run, it's from his point of view. But whenever we see it from somebody else's point of view... It's a flash lightning... Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I really like that too. When he's, like, bouncing around the back cave... Yeah. That was pretty cool. So good. Um, yeah, and his moment where he was like, I can't do this, I just run and push people and push people and run off. Yes. And when Batman goes... Just save one person and we'll see. Then you'll know. Then like, you'll know. Oh, so and good. Then, and that moment where he saved the person, he's like... Huh. And he goes back and he just saves yeah, just, everyone. Yeah. Such a good moment of like, this is why Batman is the de facto leader at the moment. Like, and he is the most human. Yeah. Like, the Flash. Mm. And they had that little moment between him and Cyborg as well when they were digging up Superman. Yeah. Um, and while I hated Cyborg, I have to say, I the more I think about Cyborg, the less I care about him. I think... I, I don't know very much about this actor, but my speculation is that he might be the newest... Like, he might just not have the experience and range that everyone else does. Even Ezra Miller's been in a few movies beforehand. I think it was the character for me, the way he was written. But also, like, I think basically what happened is we got Zack Snyder's version uh, filmed. Yeah. You know, and, and it was like, okay, like, let's, like, it, like they go, okay, um, I hear you can talk to Fish. We want you to say that line at the camera, and we want... Yeah, and like, just just give that a go. And Ben Affleck does it with a little smile and a wink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then they go, okay, no, 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 no. We need it to be uh, darker. Darker, grimmer, less fun, all in all worse. Can you do it worse? <laughs> all right, let's, okay, let's do that. Okay, and that's the cut they were going to take. Joss Whedon comes in and uses the first take. Yeah. Is basically what I think happened. And But then Cyborg, I don't know the actor's name, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I might, this might be a horrible judgment on your character. I don't know. You're probably a nice guy. All I'm saying is, I think that you probably went in and did the line the way Zack Snyder wanted you to do the line, and no other time. We didn't have any other takes for you to use. Um, I don't know. They reshot a lot, and you can tell in the re- where the reshoots were. In so- mm. there was one that was excruciatingly obvious. You do, do you remember the bit with Aquaman in the lake? Yeah, and it like it it was the wide clearly on the set looked incredible. It's cutting back to Bruce. Mm. Um, and then it cuts to a close-up of him, mm. and he's so obviously on a green screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously on a green so screen. I chalked that up to um, the same thing. The, the same reason why the suits looked bad, or well, not bad, but like dumb. Like it, it looked like the suits were done for Zack Snyder's color correction, where like the abs and stuff are literally painted on, and you can't tell because this frame's so dark. Um, but when you brighten everything up everything looks terrible. So that same shot on the on the green screen with the same background, as soon as you lighten up that background and digitally lighten up his face, it doesn't match properly in it. It's green screen. Guaranteed. Yeah, no, it is green screen. But what I'm saying is that the, the assets they had versus the actual filming did, doesn't match up as soon as you just brighten everything. Yeah. Well, which would have been done the later. The thing is, all that stuff, though, is usually done in... usually darken it in post. Mm. Like, you film with as much colour as you can and as, as much, expo- you know, and, and maximise the exposure um, or maximise the image in the frame and you can always darken it later. You don't want to... 
Yes, but the, the you mean the design was. But but physical props, makeup, and things like that are all done with the end lighting in mind. I think like, the problem was the way he was shot on green screen. It looked like he was sitting down, and yeah, like, like the, the, the frame problems. didn't fit. Yeah. I think that was the problem, really. But there were plenty, like there were plenty of moments like that where it was like, this is where they're really on location. And then cut to them on a green screen and then cut back and it was in the same conversation. Yeah. And, and it didn't can, look good. I was going to say, and you can tell that's where the reshoots have been done. Didn't bother me hugely. And that's the only one that I really noticed hmm. because I think it was outside. Yeah. Um, that's also a weird scene because I, I picked up on this later when I was watching a review. But Aquaman just tells in front of all these people Batman's secret identity. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of that and it's it's real bad like I mean I get it that like at this point Batman's like like maybe these people uh, do we ever hear him speak to any of the other people Batman no, like to, to the other people at yeah Batman to the other people at this place well we know they understand English yeah because true. Batman is talking to them in English yeah Aquaman is yeah mm. yeah fair enough because I was going to say if this is in like Norway well, you might be able to get away with it, but it's not, so you can't. But even then, like, if Batman is this hero that everyone heard about fighting Superman, you're going to recognise the word Batman. I think he says Batman, or Bruce Wayne, oh, or, he... you know, dress as a bat. Like, people yeah. are going to put it together. Yeah, yeah. They haven't really done any, like, let's, you know, protect people's secret identities in this. Which, um, I'm glad the MCU got away with, like, straight away. Look, I think that it's it's a useful part of a story, but it just complicates things. And, like, it, if you're going to do it, do it properly. And, yeah. if you, and I think at this point they'd thrown away the idea of doing it properly. And I think Marvel made the decision to throw it away early. The only character that does it is Spider-Man, and that's because he's a kid. Mm. And, and he's got, yeah. And he's, you know, and he's poor. He's got, you know, family he wants to protect. Mm. The ending of... The first Iron Man, though, is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it just... The truth is... Pisses in the face of... I am Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's good. Yeah. Th- but there were plenty of times when it's like... Like, um... Like when um, they pull out the big guns and um, Lois Lane steps out of the car and says, Clark. <laughs> I was going to say... Well, oh, well, yeah, sure. Not Superman. <laughs> Clark. To everybody. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, true. But Although I mean, he's going to still have it. He was, he's going to go back to working at the Daily Planet, right? Well, that seemed to be what he was doing. Um, let's talk about that fight scene real quick, then we'll get back to characters. The best. Because that was one of my favourite fight scenes. Like, if we were doing the awards next year and fight scenes is an option, that's my pick, I yeah. reckon, so far. Because it's just it shows how OP Superman is. Yeah. Um, where, like... You know, he just punches away Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and mm. um, Cyborg fucks the whole thing by not having control over himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's it's just a great little, like, scene. And then the Flash is, like... That beautiful moment. Flash, like, runs to kind of, like, runs around to, Trying like... To flank uh, him. Flank him. And Superman's eyes just, like, follow him, and he <coughs> turns, and he's like, Oh, shit. Oh, no. This has never happened before. And it shows that uh, Flash... Because Flash, on a good day in the comics, beats Superman without a doubt. Yeah. But this is also a younger Flash who hasn't been doing it for long. Mm. 
Um, or it seems to be, at least. Because he's not even, you know, working for the police department yet. Yeah. Um, and Superman can't quite touch him. Because if he did, he would just murder him in a second. Yeah. Um, and then, like, Wonder Woman headbutts him. And he, like, flies up and headbutts her into the ground. <laughs> and, like... And that bit with Batman is so good. Mm. Yeah, like, uh, that proper moment of, like... Because there's a bit earlier on where um, Batman... Uh, Bruce was talking to Alfred, saying, we need to bring back Superman because he ne- he's a better leader and... He's more human than I am. What he says... Um, he initially mentioned strength, and then... Um, he says, yeah, Clark has certain strengths that I don't have. And Alfred goes, it doesn't matter how hard you can punch somebody or something like that. And he goes, no, 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 no. He's more human than me. And that was such a perfect big swing and dick moment of now we know our characters. Well, Fucking, I was going to uh, say, the thing is that does describe Superman. Not the yeah. Superman I've seen in these movies. Yeah. Um, that's not the Superman I remember in Batman vs Superman. He mm. seemed like a broody kind of... Yeah. Child. Yeah. But that was not... And Henry Cavill does a good job of... He, he is good as the light-hearted Superman. Yeah. As he the light... fucking chews that scenery. Um, the problem is the moustache. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed it, but like not until we were partway through recording did I remember why it looked yeah. so bad. There was something off about his face in some scenes. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a bit weird. I wonder... But I did... Yeah, you're right. I didn't notice it until... Um, I, uh... Until we were sort of, like, recording about it. Yeah, until we were recording it. But for those who don't know, um, uh, Henry Cavill is filming uh, Mission Impossible for Paramount. Yeah. And they loaned him back to Warner Brothers for the reshoots. Mm. But Warner Brothers said... uh, uh, No, uh, Paramount said he can't shave his moustache. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, I guess we'll CGI it out. What they should have done is just shaved his moustache and... Mm. um, you know, the, the wonderful thing about moustaches is they grow back. Yeah. Um, also, and you can easily fake a moustache. Yeah. Like, how much easier would it have been to Photoshop it back on compared or to even, Photoshopping it out? Or even a prosthetic moustache. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's made that point. Like, we can... But, yeah, <laughs> but his face... Yeah, his face looks a bit off in some scenes. Uh, but it's so meme-worthy. There I are so, so many great memes that have I come out of I want to see the original fucking... footage yeah. of Superman with a moustache. I would have rathered him have a moustache. Like... Uh, like, the problem is they would have had to CGI it on the scenes that like, were shot without just him. Just CGI on the beard around it. Oh, yeah. That would have been fine. Like it kept growing when he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like he wasn't really dead. Like they talk about it in the in the movie. Well, we don't ha- know if he's, if he's dead. We don't even know if he can die. He's just not moving right now. <laughs> yeah. And well, and that's how it, that's how it goes <clears throat> in the original comics. Mm. But in the original comics it seems like he's been beaten to death, not stabbed with kryptonite. Yeah. And when he's and it, his body goes into like it's completely depleted of all energy, mm. so it takes a long time to regenerate. Mm. And then there's a whole thing with a clone Superman and Lex Luthor and mm. Red anyway. <laughs> yeah, mess. The, the the four people trying to claim that they're Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was a lot of that's weird comics are weird. Um Yep. <laughs> no black suit, went straight back. But the thing is, I'm real conflicted because we're never going to get those good stories. We're never going to get a good Dark Knight Returns story or a good Death of Superman story because they've done them already. Um, but what I hope is we get some original stories with familiar characters that are well acted and 
interesting. I think that's what we're going to get. Like, Bruce Wayne's talking about having a table for six mm. with room for more. That's mm. so good. Yeah. Um, anyway, Super, we've spoken about Superman. I love, just real quick, yeah. I love when he shows up in the suit for the first time yeah. and you get the... Dun, 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 yeah. Just because I don't know why people are so afraid of using old music to bring back a feeling of nostalgia. Yeah. People treating it... The, there is probably an oversaturation of nostalgia in Look, our culture now. But to say that it's a dirty word, that it's not that it's yeah. something that we should be working against, is just dumb. The whole point of bringing these characters back into the cultural limelight is to, is to play on our past experiences. And also, I don't know for sure, but I feel like Star Wars... Was a play on nostalgia for old, like, space movies. Indiana yeah. Jones was a play on nostalgia for old adventure movies. Yeah, like when they originally came out. When they, when they were rebooted out. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when they originally came out, they yeah. were nostalgia pieces. Yeah. For the creators, at the very least. Mm. Like, people think of it now like, oh, look at all the remakes now. And I'm like, we've always made remakes. Yeah, that we've just been just, less I was gonna say upfront just, about it. I was going to say, just now... With the way society is and the way copyright exists, the remakes have the same name. Yeah. But, like, the thing... People talk about the original thing, mm. but they're referring to the first remake of the thing. Yeah. Like, not the original thing. Yeah. And, you know, like, I prefer the original Night of the Living Dead. They're probably talking about the coloured one, yeah. not the original black and white one. Yeah. It's just... It's it's what's in your memory more yeah. than anything else. Yeah, and like there's a reason why we keep coming back to these characters and these stories, and and then it's okay to indulge in that. And if that becomes the big blockbuster thing, that's totally fine, as long as we're not sacrificing, you know, potential original stories. It'll be fine. And I think we should be telling original stories with these characters, especially ones that fit a more modern. Uh, environment and which and is why I think sphere. Homecoming works. I thought Civil War worked for those reasons, and that's why Marvel is basically just not remaking all the all the old comics. And even when they are, like Ragnarok is not the Ragnarok story, and neither Civil War. No, it's a it's a it's an adaptation purely in name. Yeah, and it takes some visual elements from Planet Hulk. Sure. And it but, takes some visual elements from Civil War and yeah. the original Spider-Man comics. Mm. But that's it. They're visual elements. Yeah. Um, and they're just meant to be movies that you enjoy. And people are always like, well, you got to get something out of it. And I agree to an extent, but I would argue you do get something out of it, most of the Marvel movies. Yeah, I mean, I think the most... Ironically, the most vapid and, and unmeaningful one is probably Civil War. And, I and like the Avengers and stuff like that, like because it's it's all about like was, oh, let's learn to work as a team and there's conflict and it's like none of these say, are that important. I think Civil War is actually one of the better ones for that. I think you're right though. The Avengers movies are the vapid ones. But like, what what moral lesson is the audience member meant to take away from Civil War? Well, in Civil War, it's 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 not a moral lesson you're learning. Well, it, it is a little bit, and it's purely that revenge is. Well, not bad, but it's like that that being overcome by vengeance will break you apart. And that's the whole... But none of them were overcome by vengeance. Yes, they were. Only the... Tony Stark, Black Panther... Of course, the Avengers were. sure. Um, And Captain America was... But Captain America was the visual 
opposite to those two characters to highlight their flaws. But see, Stark wasn't overcome with vengeance. He was overcome with, like, guilt of what happened before. Like, yes, true. Like, but not by the end. I, I, I would I would stro- I think you're drawing a bit of a long bow to say that that's a theme of the whole movie when I think it is one of the themes but movies have multiple themes but, but, yeah but I just I don't I don't know like Civil War was a bit more of a like let's just have the things happen sort of movie well, of like course, it was but, largely inconsequential I was gonna say if you're talking about themes you, you're talking about the themes of you know it's it's a classic good and evil like what you know, doing doing the right things for the reason, you know, for good reasons. That's you're right. It's about guilt, but it's also you know, it's about friendship and you know, and loyalty. But and, I mean, it's, and where if do anything, you draw it's the blurring line? the lines between what was good and evil. Exactly, like, but that was the point of Winter Soldier. That's a theme that's carried over. Yeah, it was saying Winter Soldier particularly that good and evil is not black and white, and that was something that in that movie, Captain America had to learn. I don't... Th- uh, yeah, but even... Uh, I don't, like, uh, we're, we're getting so far off track. But basically, what what, it, what I'm trying to say is that, like, it doesn't always have to be a, a proper, in-depth, analytically perfect no, of, movie. of course. And I'm not saying Civil War is, but I'm no. saying those themes that I've listed is what makes the characters interesting to watch in that movie. But I think, I think people basically chalk it up that, like, if a movie's nostalgic or if a movie is... Um, funny, or if a movie is, you know, whatever, it, that it can't possibly have all these other dramatically intense themes in it. Yeah, and, yeah I agree. And, like, and um, just because Justice League sort of had neither of those, like, sort of didn't have any of that either, doesn't mean that that Zack Snyder was right. And and I don't want to badmouth him directly too much, but well, we, the, 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 the original idea for the DC Universe was correct, is a dumb thesis to have. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, we don't know, like, you can kind of see a lot of Zack Snyder in this movie. Totally. And I actually think Joss Whedon did a great job of meshing his vision with Zack Snyder's. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't get a credit or anything like that for it, which mm. was really interesting. Mm. Um, so, and I, I think that all was for the best. Mm. I also love Superman's shirt rip. Yeah. We finally got the shirt rip open. Yeah. Every version of Superman's done done that. Even Clark Kent did that in Clark. Fuck Clark, in Smallville. <laughs> yeah. Even um, even yeah. Tom Welling did that. Yeah. Eventually. Um, and like the bits of like the flashback showing you what Steppenwolf's whole deal is was really good. You saw the brilliant and was perfect for Snyder's style. You saw the old gods, you saw a Green Lantern yep. and the ring. That was sick. That was awesome. Like This is exactly how they should have introduced a Green Lantern to this universe. Yeah, well we know they exist now and that's great. Yeah. Um, more to the point, the characters. Uh, mm. Did you want to talk about Aquaman? Yeah, sure. Aquaman yeah. was one of... Not as... I think we spoke about this last time. Not as funny as I thought he'd be. I, I thought that he was going to stand out a whole lot more than he did. Um, but he was still, like, I think he still lived up to the fan favourite. So. Well, and I think he's one of the more, I think he's one of the characters that's going to be more interesting to watch. Because we instantly know his motivations. Yeah. Like, we know he just wants to be left alone, that he's been burdened with a heap of responsibility, and that's not what he wants out of his life. And he hasn't been back to... Atlantis. Uh, Atlantis in a long time, yeah. and we meet his future wife very briefly. Yeah. Um, and I uh, actually, I... Another, one of my friends who hates all these movies 
hates the fact that the Atlanteans have um, submarines, like where they have air. Mm. Why? Because his argument is, why would they not just have it all underwater? Mm. And this movie reminded me that, of course, you'd have air because then you can talk. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't talk underwater. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Well, and like, and it seemed like some the underwater stuff they did here looked fantastic. The the um, underwater stuff was surprisingly good. The fights had a lot of weight to them. Um, Like you know that, like by how slow everything sort of went. But there was still so much destruction. Like it, it, everything was well thought out, and like the action scenes were really good underwater. Yeah, and then yeah, to have that really interesting like bubble where where they're talking in, and him trying to leave, and he yeah. sort of like opens the door a little bit, and water comes flooding back in. The, uh, no, no, we've got to keep talking. Yeah, like there were some really like well ma- done things here. It makes me really interested to see the Aquaman movie. Yeah, I I'm, I genuinely am interested, and, and it's a great director doing that. Even if they did the the animated New Fifty Two Throne of Atlantis story, where it's the Justice League are involved as well, yeah, that's fine as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, Ezra Miller. Also, I just want to say quickly, he's um, his two moments. He didn't have a his two moments with his dad were also very like having some Oof. context. Yeah, for it was good because mm. obviously, but you know we've all seen the Flash story done a couple of times now. Yeah, it's been two Flash shows. Like I think people get the gist. Yeah, but those moments were pretty heartbreaking, right? Yeah, yeah, and like even if you didn't know anything about it, you picked up instantly that his dad's a good guy. Yeah, and that he wants what's best for his son. And then the bit where he joins the police force at the end. Yeah, where Batman does his whole sweep through yeah. and, and solves everyone's problems. Yeah, that's real. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I um I found it interesting that um <coughs> there was a deleted scene right um that you could see recently where you see Barry Allen save um Iris West right um yeah, from a car accident right that they cut from the movie right didn't finish that's that was kind of interesting okay. but she was cut out of the movie uh because of this movie though mm-hmm. Aquaman I'm super keen for because I I've met the character now and I like the character. Yep. Um I'm keen to see a Flash movie yep. which I would never have guessed. No, because I really like this version. Um I'm keen for a Batman movie, particularly if it's got Deathstroke in it. Yeah. Um and more Wonder Woman, please. We haven't spoken about Wonder Woman yet, but no. easily the best character. Right? Yeah. Like, her scene at the beginning sort of establishing how, like, how good she is. Like, how much more powerful she is. And I like their use of her little musical sting. Yeah. Um, I like that we had a bit of her sting, a bit of the old 89 Batman sting, and a little bit of the Superman sting. Yeah, I, I stand by that I don't hugely think that it's appropriate for her character to have this electric guitar going. I find it exceptionally fun that that's her theme. I think it's fine. It's very distinct, though. Mm. Like, I recognise it. And it's the only theme in these new movies that I recognise. Yeah. And we need more of that. And I'm a little... I, I actually, I, um... They released recently the the soundtrack, the original soundtrack, because Danny Elfman was Joss Whedon's replacement for Josie X or something. Right. Who was Zack Snyder's choice for the music. And they released his Justice League theme. Mm. Um... It's real bad. Yeah? Like, it, like the piece of music is fine, but it sounds like it's out of a horror movie. Yeah. Not out of a, a superhero movie. Yeah. So while Danny Elfman's theme was a little standard, mm. I personally would have liked them just to use the Justice League theme from the animated show. 
Because that's a really cool theme. Uh, yeah. And sums up the Justice League. Yeah. Do you know it? No. I'll, <laughs> I'll play it to you after. I was not to forget. I'll play it to you after. Yeah. Go I, look it up. I never really liked DC as a kid. Right. Um, DC was probably my jam more than Marvel. I, I can totally see why now, but it took me a long time to really understand the point of half of these characters. Right. Like, they were all... They all just seemed like the archetypes, and Marvel was breaking those moulds down, was the point. But also, I wasn't a huge fan of superheroes until, like... Until really recently, until, like, right. pretty much just before we started the podcast. I love superheroes. You see, as a kid, for me, it was Spider-Man, X-Men, Justice League. Right. And actually, even the Avengers. There are a couple of Avengers movies they made, which I quite liked. Hmm. So I was... Because I remember seeing Iron Man and hmm. Nick Fury showing up at the end and me going, Holy fucking shit, the Avengers! Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't that into the Avengers, but I knew the Avengers because I had yeah. the animated movies. You knew it enough to recognise Nick Fury. Yeah. yeah. Rather than... I think a lot of people recognised Samuel L. Jackson and were like, holy shit. I recognised Nick Fury and was like, holy shit. And I was... Like, when uh, Coulson mentioned S.H.I.E.L.D., I was like, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D., that's so cool. Yeah. Because I knew all that from the animated movies I watched. Yeah. But for me, really, it was it was DC because it was the Batman animated show. It was... Um, it was the Justice League. Justice League Unlimited, which you'd probably like, I think, the Justice League show. Particularly okay. Justice League Unlimited. Because what it does is... In the Justice League series, it's mainly the core Justice League teams with, you know, a couple of additions like Aquaman. I think Green Arrow shows up a couple of times. Hmm. But with Justice League Unlimited, it's like, here is every hero Hmm. on Earth. They're all members of the Justice League Hmm. and they call upon who they need for select missions according Hmm. to skill set. So there's such an awesome variety of villains and and heroes that they bring in. And it's so good. The one downside is, I th- later on in the... Sh- like, it had a little, like, bunch of Batman villains initially. Later on, all the Batman villains disappeared mm. because they started the Batman animated series, yeah. which sucked dick. <laughs> um, and they could... Then the Justice League show was only allowed to use Batman. Right. So, they got to, like, the final episode of Justice League Unlimited was, like, a huge alien invasion. And it was, like, Superman, Lex, and Batman... Those core members like teaming up to take out the mm. thing, and there seems like there's a missing piece. And I heard I heard reports that the Joker was meant to be mm. like a fourth, like it was the two big villains, the two big heroes, and the rest taking you know defending the Earth. Yeah, but they couldn't do it, yeah. which is a bit lame. But anyway, <sighs> uh, what we're we talking we're, about? Yeah, where are we um, at? Well, yeah, no Wonder, <laughs> Wonder Woman's introductionary scene. Was great, so the, good. The little saving of the people, the 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 that look how fast she can move and how good she is. Yeah, at she's what she clearly does a lot better than she was a hundred years ago in World War One. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was really really good way to reintroduce her, and I liked at the end how she's kind of come back into the fold. Mm. How she is Superman was the first hero because you get the impression that a lot of superheroes have been around for a long time. Yeah, and I feel like what we're seeing like. That when people were saying that, like, Superman was the first, like, metahuman, that, yeah. like, the feeling now is sort of like, he was the first one that counts. Like, we had them before, 
but they were just freaks and nerds and fuckheads. Like, this is the guy who can destroy the planet. He's the first proper super person. And uh, he was the one to come out and say, hey, bitches, it's me. Superman. Like, Batman existed, but in the shadows. But but he was also just a dude. And only in Gotham. Yeah. So, you know, they had their local vigilante, Mm. um, which, you know, probably the same thing applied to Green Arrow. Mm. Apparently, the Green Arrow show recently name-dropped Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Which is... um, Which... I don't care. I don't watch it no. <laughs> anymore. No, sorry, DC, you've lost me there. Yeah, get your get your shit together. Um, Do a TV show that isn't about crying. And well, crying. and like the problem is, I want to see the characters I love, which is the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, give me a Justice League TV show on like get the combined budgets of all four of those shows, make an hour long Justice League drama, like like you know, make it like. Get all the money, make it just like Game of Thrones Justice League. Mm. You don't have yeah. to make it that dark, but that kind of quality. Yeah. Yeah, I'd watch that. So many people would watch that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we... I think we've talked Flash, we've talked... We sort of haven't really talked about Wonder Woman. But I, she didn't have a whole lot to do here. She, she had a couple of heartfelt moments with Batman, but everybody um, did. I like the implication that Batman totally has a thing for Wonder Woman. <laughs> which I found really funny. <laughs> One thing I didn't say when we recorded last time, Mm. the one thing I liked about the ending was, uh, one of the things that didn't work for some of the um, Avengers movies after the Avengers showed up, uh, was why are they not hanging out together still? Yeah. Saving the day. But with the Justice League, the characters aren't, they're not centralised yet still. Yeah. Like, you know, when they were all part of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the Avengers, it felt like... Well, you should just be calling for help. Particularly mm. in Iron Man 3. Particularly in The Winter Soldier. And all the superheroes are in New York. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the advantage of Justice League is I feel like they've still got their own shit to do. That they can handle on their own. Yeah. Um, and I like the idea of a Legion of Doom. Because they'll think they're working on their own still. And then, oh no, we have to come together again. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this could work really, really well to have a, a proper Legion of Doom storyline. And I think getting a good... What's wrong, little girl? Oh, oh, no. Why have you got your phone on, oh, Cal? Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Um, I think bringing those characters kind of together um, again is going to feel really good. Yeah. I think a next Justice League. And I think up next is Aquaman. But I don't know if they've got a confirmed Justice League next or not. I don't know. Well, cause I think they were sort of like backing off on slating up too many movies after the backlash. The one movie I don't care much to see is Cyborg. But it's because just put him in the Teen Titans. I don't care about Cyborg. Look, the thing about Cyborg is like... Part of the reason why Cyborg is an, is an okay character is because of the way he bounces off Beast Boy. Yeah. Like, he's, he's fun and he's a kid. Like... I, I think if you're going to have him in Justice League, you need Shazam. Like, you need a kid. Well, and Shazam is lined up too. That's mm. the next one. And so, like, to have a movie about this kid who idolises this, this football player and, and becomes a superhero and does... Fuck off! Uh, Hell, mute your phone! Ah, uh, I didn't think I'd get another text message. Um, yeah, so... Having, having, like, playing off that dynamic will make Cyborg interesting and just having him be a little less fucking miserable all the time would be good too. I was watching Teen Titans Go the other day. Yeah. 
um, which every, I don't know how much you've kept up with. I hate Team Titans Go personally. Yeah, yeah. So I like I like so the original Team Titans. You're, you're the problem. Um, no, the original Teen Titans was better. Yeah, uh, better of course, but it's a completely different show. But also, I know it's Teen just, Titans Go is about thirty percent sillier than actual Teen Titans was at its silliest. It's not True. that much sillier. No, it's not. But it's just. Uh, it's too yeah. much sillier for me. And I think that's the thing. And there's no overarching story. There's no reason to watch it. But it's a show for syndication. The, the main thing is, in this episode that we watched the other day, right? They go on a mission and run into Young Justice. Like, Miss Martian, uh, Aqualad. Right. From and... the Young Justice show? No. Well, I mean, yes, because it's all technically canon with each other. <laughs> um, but basically, yeah. Aqualad goes, you guys are never fucking serious. I can't take you guys seriously. I can't hang out with you. I can't appreciate you as heroes because we can't take you seriously. So they just fucking... So the so Teen Titans Go characters just go fucking all out dark DC Universe serious for like one episode and it fucks everything up and everyone dies and it's awful. <laughs> like, it was just so funny to watch that after seeing, like, this response, like, Justice League basically as a response to the darkness and bullshit of Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Oh, so and d- appropriate. Darkness is fine. When people say, having darkness in your comic book movie is fine, and I know that's why a lot of people don't like the Marvel movies. But, but it doesn't inherently mean... Good. Uh, yeah, good, or, or, or even serious, or even, uh, like, dramatic. And when you have, like, more light-hearted fun moments or light-hearted fun characters, when something dark and horrible happens to them, you care more. Yes, like, if when, characters... when Rhodey gets shot out of the sky and you think, holy fuck, Marvel might actually kill somebody in their light-hearted, crazy, you know, fun universe. Yeah. It, it's genuinely heartbreaking. And then they don't kill him and it just ruins the whole thing. Well, I mean, it's still... <laughs> he's still the same. I think he probably should have died. Yeah. But... I get why they didn't. Especially when Iron Man at this point is basically redundant because he can do everything that he wants to do from a holiday fucking resort island. Yeah, which I, I think is the way his character's going, though. Yeah. I think you kind of have to do that eventually. Tony's, you know... Robert Downey Jr. is not playing this character forever. Mm. So, but having the Iron Patriot is just a dumb... Well, his War Machine. War yeah. Machine, sorry. Iron Patriot's Captain America in uh, the suit, isn't it? I don't know. No, no, no. It's... Uh, I remember. I it's, know, it's the Iron they Spider, did, the Iron... So many they did things. the Iron Patriot for Iron Man 3. That was it. Because it was a presidential decree. That was it. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Point well, is, point is, you don't need a person in the suit anymore. Correct. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we keep fucking flicking back and forth. I feel like there was more that we've said about Justice League before, but I'm pretty sure we're going to cover this in a couple of, like, Look, other well, things. I was going to say, we talked about this all recently, which is why we've gotten sidetracked a lot today. Yeah. We're sorry we didn't have the really good party popper episode yeah. that the original was. Yeah. Um, but we will definitely talk be talking about Justice League again. As we talk to new people about it, I'm sure... Yeah, more and more stuff will come back to us. And the thing is, I just want to say, it's not a good story. It's not a good villain. No. But by damn, they got the characters right and I enjoyed yes. watching them. And that's really what I wanted from this movie. Because it makes me hope that when they get more creative writers and directors in... Nothing against Zack Snyder personally. He can make good movies. 300 is a good movie. But it very specifically fits his distinct style. <laughs> Superman... The pinnacle of hope and justice mm. and good does mm. not fit Zack Snyder's style. And, and 
Zack Snyder is a he's an acquired taste. Like, he's, sorry, he's not an acquired taste. He's a people like Zack Snyder. Certain people like Zack Snyder. I don't think he is the the voice of the people. You know, lowest common denominator. No. sort of director that people want. That the people want out of these like big blockbuster superhero movies. He's a much more specific director. Yeah. He yeah he he he's not. Like I said, something like 300 works. Even Watchmen, people like it. I don't. I couldn't possibly um, finish it. I find it, it really I boring. Tried. But, yeah, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, we have hit an hour, so... I, I just quickly want to mention that yeah. we hadn't, like... That the the Ezra Miller Flash movie needs to have Captain Boomerang as the main villain. Yes. We, we talked 100%. about this last time. And I, this is something that's probably never going to come up again. So we need to talk about it. Even if it's just to mention it. There was something else about it that I can't remember what we said. Well, they they had a lot of really good directors attached at one point and they kept dropping off. Edgar Wright. That's, That's the right. thing. We should get an Edgar Wright movie with Captain Boomerang. And The Flash. Yeah, and The no, Flash. Done. Because this is where DC can really... Like, I don't know. People will just see this as them lapping up Marvel sloppy seconds. But if they can pick up some of the directors that, that Disney is pissed off and and, and won't work with... Yeah, and really get them to make their own movies out of this, like, like we could see some really good directors making some like some good DC superhero movies because there were more people that that haven't. What was it even? It might have even been like Patty Jenkins or somebody like that, like somebody who they've actually worked with already. I uh, can't remember, but maybe so, so many people I feel like were going to make movies and then didn't for. For Disney. One other thing I wanted to say that I didn't mention. So, Man of Tomorrow's... Yes. The our, fan... Our, our, our good buddy, uh, Job Willens. <laughs> yeah, John... John Willens? Yeah. Job. Uh, Job's... Job... Job Will. What? Yeah. yeah Job it's Willens. Job. J-O-B. Um, I, I you can find him on Twitter. Pronounce it. Yeah. Um, is... He's done a fan... Or just search Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. It's a fan edit where he combines Man of Steel with Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Ironically, fits flowing into the Justice League more... Than watching Man of Steel or Batman vs Superman. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you remember the little flash, flashback. Um, oh, that's the other thing that we talked wait uh, in so, Batman vs Superman. Which remember where which one <laughs> Bruce Wayne's dream where Flash came through a portal? Yes, that seems really inconsistent with anything we've seen so far, and yeah. I don't know if that's ever going to tie back in. Uh, mate, it depends. I'm assuming that we're going to get a flashpoint, and that's and that's going to happen. Yeah, I reckon it's going to retcon it instead. I hope so. But honestly, just ignore it. Whatever. Um, just give the next Justice League movie to Patty Jenkins. Also, the the next the, the the other thing that we talked about last time that I don't think is going to come up again, um, and it's a moment that we can't possibly capture again because it was such a fucking awesome lightning in the bottle episode. I'm so sorry, people. Um, was the moment where. Um, uh, Superman's been revived and he's standing in the field with Lois Lane and she's she's called his mum. Yeah. And yeah. and she and and so Mark Kent turns up and hugs her dead son for like for the first time like you know since before the funeral. And they just nailed this emotional moment so fucking well. And like uh, I, it, it's the sort of thing that, like, after you lose somebody, you, like, you, you, you have that dream. 
of meeting that person up with them again and having that moment. And so, so rarely do movies get that right. So rarely do movies get those like dreams that people have right. And yeah, it was just such a simple moment. No talking. You didn't need it. It was just all visual. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just a perfect example of that feeling, which I think is why I keep referring to it as like that dream moment is that like, because dreams aren't about what's actually happening or who's in it or what's going on. It's about the feeling that you have. Like you yeah. always feel comfortable in a dream, no matter what sort of weird shit is happening. And yeah, like that's, yeah, also, this, this movie nailed that flash racing Superman and credit scene. It's yeah. Really cool. Fun. Really fun. Really nice. And Lex Luthor actually got a moment of like, he feels like Lex Luthor now. Yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's <clears throat> in credit scene. He felt like, and Deathstroke yeah. looks awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, Jesse Eisenberg, like I said this before, I think the performance was, uh, written poorly rather than performed poorly. It it was completely mischaracterized. And I think Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg could do a good Lex Luthor. Yes. If given the right material, Mm. maybe where only the future will tell one, like when we had the scene of him in the, in the set or of the, the decoy in the cell turning around and laughing. Yeah. I was really like worried that they had just recast him. Right. <laughs> to someone else or that this was meant to be Lex Luthor senior or whatever. Like, I think we might get a recast Joker. I hope so. I, like I just, I don't think Jared Leto is a bad guy. But I don't get his whole deal. Like, he's... I don't feel like he's a real person. Yeah, no, he doesn't seem like one, does he? No. He seems like a cult member more than he seems like a, a human being or an actor or anything. Agreed. Um, prove me wrong. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Tweet us. <laughs> anyway, everyone tweet us at Pod. We won't respond to your tweets next week like we said we were recording. Um, a special episode. Now. But... Tweet us what yeah. you think of Justice League and we'll get to it. We'd love to know what you think. Yes. We're, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the video shop's all in. I said that at the end of the last one. All the ads are like all in. Melbourne's all in. The video shop's all in, baby. See, see you, nerds. <laughs>